Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in the beginning of Simon Lamed Beis. Say their Ksivas Tfilin. We started last night, but we will really get our teeth into it in tonight. And this is a very long Simon about the Ksivas Ha'usios and the Ksivas Tfilin in general. The Muhammad begins in Sif Aleph on page 80. Mitzvas Tfilin Sheyichtov Arba Parshios. The mitzvah tefillin is to write four parshios, and these are the four times in the Torah that the Torah discusses the mitzvah tefillin. Parsha number one is Kadish l'kobachor until l'moadam yamim yamima. Number two is v'hayeki v'yacha ad ki b'chozak yad hotzianu Hashem mitzrayim. Parsha three is Parsha shema ad v'sharecha. Uparsha v'hayoyim shemua al Ad al haaretz. That's parsha number four. So these are the four parshios that are written in the tefillin shayad and the tefillin sharosh. Again, the parsha of kadesh, the parsha of ahoyaki v'yacha, the parsha of shema, and the parsha of ahoyim shemoa. The Ramah then writes the tzorach lekosvam kaseder hazeh lichtov tchila hakodemas vatora. These four parshios that are written in the Tefillin must be written in this order, which is the way that they appear in the Torah. So it must be that the four parshios are written the way they are written in the Torah. Then Shina Pasul. There are more than right that if you change the order, the Tefillin are Pasul. Again, just another reason why we have to be so careful who the sofer of our Tefillin are, because many things that no one would know about, just the sofer knows the order in which he wrote the parshios. We'll see more details about this later. You have to make sure that the person who writes the parashas and the tefillin is a true Yerei Shomayim. The Ramah ends off and says, U'v'chadchilo yichtov shayad kodem shorosh. V'chadchilo one should write the tefillin shayad before he writes the tefillin shorosh. So the Mishabura says in Sifkot and Aleph u'parsha shma, V'tzorech lichtov dalet be'echad kol kach gedola k'mo dalet dalsin ketanem. One must write the letter dalet of the word Echad, from Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, it should be so big that it's the size of four smaller Dalits. But says the Mishabura, the Efshar She'ein Misharin Ba'usak Sav. It could be, says the Chavetz Chaim, that we don't have to measure it with other Dalits that are written in the Pasha of the Tzulun with that same Ksav, four times that size, which would be very, very large. Ra'kol Shiyeshko Dalit Dalsin Ketanin Ma'otzagi. But any letter Dalit that you write that can fit in it, Four very small dollars, that would be enough. And therefore the Minog Lamaisa is to write a dollar that's just a little bigger than the other letters in that Ksav, so that it could fit four small dollars. If you look in the note, note number one, he writes, Vaufengsivasa Kosava Lishkas Asofer Bishim Habdeyona Piazoar. So it's brought down Vishem the Zohar, Shetachtis Hagag Shalo Yeshavel, Atachtis Hagag Shashar Haosios. That Lamaisa, the way that we should write the Dalad in the Tfilin, from the word Echad, is that the Dalad consists of two parts, the leg and the roof. So the bottom of the roof of the Dalad should be on the same level as the bottom of the roofs of the other letters. The Gova Hagag Yalom Al But the top of the roof should extend above the line that is, that is above the Dalad. So therefore it will start in the same place that the tops of the other letters start, but it will extend a little bit higher. If one wrote a regular sized letter, instead of writing a larger letter, the Mishabur writes later on, that it will not pass over the Evid. 
the time and the reason is if Neishek Sivazun El Shavas Ki Iture Sofrim Sheinim El Mitzvah. This idea of writing a bigger Dalit is considered like a beautification of the writing, and it's only for a mitzvah, and therefore it would not be Ma'aki B'Diavid. So again, the Chatzila one should write the letter a little bit bigger, enough that it should be able to hold four very small Dalits in this Dalit of the word Echod. Says the Mishabura Vaiter in Sivkotan Beis Lukasvam. One should be, the Ramah says, one should be careful to write them in this order. Kol ha-parshios. Mishibura, when the Ramah says that you have to write them in this order, it refers to both the four parshios that are going in the Shayad and the four parshios that are going in the Sharosh. They all must be written in the same order that these parshios are written in the Torah, namely Kadesh, V'hoya Ki'iviyacha, Shema, and then V'hoya Yimshamoah. Sifkotan Gimel the Mishibura says, Baseder Hazer, where do we get this idea that it has to be written in a certain order? The Ksiv Bahayu Advarim, the Pasuk says in Kriyashima Bahayu Advarim, and we dashin from there, Bahav Yasun Yahu. In their way they should be, that they should be written in the Tvil in the way they are written in the Torah. The Kol Shekain Shetzarachli Zor Mitamzeh, certainly one should be careful for this very reason, Shayya Kol Parsha Uparsha Gufa Nechtevis Kesidra. The same way that we're saying in the Ramah that you have to have the four parshas written in order, so certainly one should be careful within one parsha that it's written in order, meaning that you shouldn't even have one letter left off and then go back to it afterwards. Because it won't help to go back and fix it, because then that parsha is written out of order. So here the Mishnah Buddha is telling us not only like the Ramah says that the four parshas have to be written in the order that they appear in the Torah, but certainly within one parsha you have to have it written in the proper order, and therefore even leaving off one letter and going back afterwards will be a problem. And note number two points out that that which Mishnah Buddha says if you leave off one letter it's a problem, it's lav dafu leaving it off, even if it's just a mistake in that letter that has to be corrected, you can't go back and correct it if the letter would have been puzzled. If you look at note number two, he writes, This is lav dafu, a problem within the same parsha if it's missing a letter. Even if there's a little bit of a mess up in the letter, in such a way that the form of the letter is not upon it. So we're going to see later on, you won't be able to fix it afterwards because that will be Shaloka Sidron. So again, you see how serious it is to have a Eurasian life writing the Tefillin because if he misses even one letter, he can't go back and correct it because that will be writing that individual parsha not in the correct order and that is possible. Says the Mishabura in Sifkotan Dalad Vim Shin Apostle. Rama said, if you switch around the order, the Tfilin are Apostle. Zot the Mishabura, Hainu Hatfilin Shinasu Me Osan Aparshios. That which the Rama says that if you do it out of order, the Tfilin are Apostle, that's only if you make the Tfilin out of these four Parshios that you have written in front of you that were written out of order. Avala Parshios Atmanul But each one of the individual Parshios is not Apostle. In other words, they can't be used together because they weren't written in the correct order, but the parshas themselves are not possible. Meaning, kigon, in hisra lichto mi parshas vahoyaki yaviyacha, if you started by mistake writing the second parsha first, you can combine with this parsha number two that you wrote first, a previous parsha that you wrote for a different pair of of Kadesh. 
Im elu. If you know for sure the parsha of Kadesh from the other Peretfilin who was written before the Vahoyaki of Yachov, this Peretfilin, you can combine them together for a Peretfilin. But if you are not sure that the parsha of Kadesh from the other Peretfilin was written before, then you would not be allowed to combine it because that would be a Safi Darais that we go to Khumra. Again, because this din, that it has to be written in order, is learned from a drasha from Vahoyu Hadvarin, Vahadyasan, Yuhuza Daraisa, and therefore you can't do it if it's going to be Basafik. But if you know for sure the parasha of Kadesh and the other Peretzvillam was written earlier, you can combine it with the Vahoya Kiyaviyaka that you wrote incorrectly first in this set. And therefore, you can mix and match as long as Lamaisa, the four parashios, were written in the proper order, even if you're mixing and matching from different sets of Tzvillam. Says the Mishra, The same that applies if at the time of writing it, it was written in the proper order. But then after a little while, one of the earlier parashios became puzzled. And then you went back to correct it. So if you had to go back to fix up that parsha that became puzzle, so now that it's considered like you wrote that parsha now. So therefore all the parshas that you had written before that are really supposed to go after it are going to be a problem. So that can't be used for the tefillin, these four. However, if you want to again use these four parshas and mix them with other parshas from other tefillin that were written in the proper order, mix them all together, that would also be okay. Says the Mishaburavaitar Sifkatan Hey, on the last point that the Ramah said, which is that Lachachilu, you should write the Shalyad before you write the Shalrosh. What's the reason for that? So says the Mishaburavaitar Sifkatan Hey, Mishum du Muktam because we know that the Tfilan Shalyad is referenced in the Pasuk before the Tfilan Shalrosh. That's the reason why we place the Tfilan Shalyad on before we put the Tfilan Shalrosh on. For that same reason, the Rabbah writes that Lachachilu, you should write the Tfilan Shalyad. Before you write the Tfilin Shalrosh, because it says, Ukshartim Los Ayodecha, and only afterwards, Vahayul Tatafos Beninecha. However, the, the Mishabura brings down in the first wide line, the Yesh Omer Lahetach. Some say that in fact it's the opposite. Mipneisha Shalrosh Kedushaso Chamura Mishalyad. Some say, Fakert, it's really better to write the Shalrosh before you write the Shalyad. And their reasoning is that we know, we mentioned a few times already, the Kedusha of the Shalrosh is a higher level of Kedusha than the Shalyad. And we explain why, because through the Tfilin, the Shorosh and the Shayat together, we spell out Hashem's name, Shakai, Shin, and Dalud, and Yud. And we know that the way they appear, two out of the three letters are on the Shorosh. The Shin is on both sides of the bias of the Shorosh. The Dalud is on the Kesher, which is behind the head, which is part of the Shorosh. And the Yud is on the Kesher of the Shayat. So since two out of the three letters are on the Shorosh, we hold that the Kedusha is greater of the Shorosh over the Shayat. And therefore, some say that you should write the Shorosh before you write the Shayat. So what should we do? Lamaisa says the Mishabura Va'anu Nohagim Kemoshakasaf Harab Bahagba. We hold Lamaisa like the Ramah that you should write the Tfilin Shayad before you write the Parashios of the Sharosh. However, Ubidyevid Lukuyalma Ink Pedra, Ubidyevid, whichever order you wrote them in, the Shayad before the Sharosh, or the Sharosh before the Shayad, Bidyevid, you are okay. Then the Mishabura says, Kosov the Sefer Akavanos, Shalakhathilo Yizoya Lichtov Kola Parshil Shorosh Vishayad Ritsufim. Bukhathila, one should be careful to write all the parshios of the Shorosh and the Shayad consecutively. Viloyasik Binayam Bishum Dibur Kla, one should not separate between the parshios with any speech whatsoever. 
And there's a very important note over here, note number three in the Dir Shemeshabura. And he says, Aksha Mashmos Dvarov, even though the language in which the Mishabura brings down the Sefer Kavanos, it is Mashma Shiesh Lutov as a partial shayad vesapartial sharosh bratifus. Even though the way the Mishabura brings it down, it sounds like you have to write all eight partials one after the other. Because the Lashon of the Mishabura is, Yizor Lutov Kala Parshio Sharosh Vishayar Ratsufim. Mashma, all eight have to be consecutive. Mikol Mokol Mishari Tshuva Hetik Es Mekor Advarim Misefer HaKavanos Bezua Lashon. However, the Shari Tshuva brings down the source of these words from the Sefer HaKavanos in the following language. Lichtov Kol Dalar Parshio Sharosh O Shalyar Ratsufim. So there he brings down that you have to write the four parshios of the Shorosh or of the Shayyad Ratzufim. Umavur Shabay Parshios Shayyad Parshios Shorosh Yachal Hafsik. It's clear from the language that's brought down in the Shari Chuba from the Sefer Kavanos that it's not that you have to write all eight parshios consecutively one after the other, but just the four parshios of the Shayyad should be written consecutively, and then, or the four parshios of the Shorosh should be written consecutively, but not that you need all eight written at one time. Continues the note on the second column and writes, When it comes to a sofa who's writing various pairs of tefillin for many people at the same time, so das hagonu shomazam and orbach or shomazam and orbach holds shetchilo yichto tefillin shayad v'sharosh v'rishon that he should first write one set of tefillin the shayad and the sharosh for the first person v'yachakach yichto v'shteim l'sheni and then he should write both sets meaning the shayad and the sharosh for the second person v'lo yichto tefillin asat tefillin shayad avur kulon v'yachakach yichto avurim asat tefillin sharosh he should not first write six parshios. <coughs> six sets of parshas for the shalyad for everyone, and then six sets of parshas for the shalosh for everyone. Rather, he should do each set of tefillin individually. First the shalyad and shalosh for the first person, then the shalyad and shalosh for the second person, etc. And the note continues and says another interesting thing. The sofer she'eno zoriz v'zohir v'umon v'kocho yofef. You have a sofer who's not zealous and careful, and he's not a not such an expert, and he's not he doesn't have so much koach. So kosav alishas asofer b'shem hamalacha shemayim sheish lochos sheis ayef beemtza ksiva. We have to be concerned that he might get tired out in the middle of the ksiva. And through his trying to push himself to finish up all the four parashios, one after the other, he might mess up more than he's going to fix. In other words, it might be more of a mess up. To, there's a mile to write all four parashios together. So in his zealousness of trying to get all four parashios together, he might make mistakes. And therefore, therefore it's better that he takes a break between the Ksiva to make sure the Ksiva is done properly, even though, as we're seeing in the Mishabura, it is a certain Madrega of Hidr to do all four consecutively. However, if a person is going to get worn out and he's going to come to make mistakes, better that he takes a rest in between. There's a shtickle ha'ar over here that in the note it says, Yosef Tov Shiyatsik Be'emtzak Siva Lanuach, that it's better that he takes a break during the writing. The way we have it brought down in the Mishabura, there was no problem with taking a break. The Lashon of the Mishabura, if you look in the third wide line, he writes, that Lachachila, you should be careful to write all the passions of the Sharosh Shayarat Sufim, the Loyafse Benem Bishum Dibur Klal, you shouldn't be mafsek with any speech. He doesn't bring down the idea that you can't take a rest. So, but obviously, the Malacha Shavayim, which is being quoted over here, understood that it's not only that you shouldn't take a break in speaking, you shouldn't take any break at all, you should just go straight. And therefore he says that if a person is going to be too tired, and he might make mistakes, it's better that he takes a break. 
But again, just pointing out that Mishabur doesn't talk about a problem with a break. He talks about a problem with Dibu, with sneaking in between. The Lachara, according to the language that Mishabur is quoting, it wouldn't be a problem anyway, Lachachil, to take a break. Only Dibu would be a problem. So let's now go to Sif Beis. Before we go to Sif Beis, let's just quickly summarize Sif Aleph. And Sif Aleph, we said in the Machaber that when we write the Tfilin, we have to write the four Parshios, which is Kaddish, Vahoyaki, Viachor, Shema and Vahoyim Shabbat. The Ramah told us that they need to be written in this very order. And that order is the way that they appear in the Torah. We point out in the Mishabura that certainly within one parsha it has to be written in order. And that means if you left the letter out and then you go back to it, it's a problem. Or even if the letter wasn't written, Kitsura Saos, and you go back and fix it, that's also going to be a problem. The Imshina puzzle, the Ramah said, if you go out of order, that's still in our puzzle. And then the Ramah told us, you should write the Shayyad before the Shorosh. We saw the Mishavura says, others argue, but the Maisa and the Mishavura said, we should follow the Ramah, and Lachatri will write the Shayyad before the Shorosh. But if one wrote the Shorosh before the Shayyad, that would also be okay with the Evan. Says the Machabra in Sivbeis, the last line in the Machabra on page Mem Aleph, Shorosh Yichtov Kol Achas Viklaf Levada, the Parshios that are going to go into the Shorosh, each one of the four Parshios should be written on its own cloth. However, by the Shalyad, all four parshios are written on one cloth. Let's see the Mishabura in Sivkaton Vav, the cloth Echad. Where do we get this from? From the fact that the Pasuk says in reference to the Tfilin Shayyad, it should be a sign on your hand. Laos, the Mashma Os Echad. It's Mashma one Os, it's Lashon Yachid. Kalomar bias echo, that means it should be one bias. Ukeshem shu os echo mi bachutz, the same way it's one sign from the outside, it looks like one bias from the outside. Kachesh lios lachachila os echo mi so too it should be one os on the inside, meaning shetia al klat echo, it should be written all on one klat. But the Sharosh, which consists of four batim, and that's enough from the Pasuk of Ukshatim Baos Ayadecha O Totafos Bayanecha, the Gemara Dashes that Totafos in different languages refers to two and two, which is four. So we learn from there that you have to have four batim. So by the Sharosh, where you have to have four batim, Sarosh Shua Parshus Ksuvos Vidalik Klofim. So just like you have to have four batim from the outside, you also have to have four klofim on the inside. And Bechol Zerak L'Chathila Mishabura says that all this is only L'Chathila. Now a very important note, if you look at note number 5, what is only L'Chathila? Kavanosu, the Mishabura says that it's only L'Chathila, that's only L'Inyan Ha'osha B'Thnim. That's only L'Gavit, the sign from the inside, meaning the type, the number of Klathim that you have. Tahayinu Sheyu HaPashio Shayyad Tzuvos V'Klath Echad. That the four Pashos of the Shayyad should be all written on one Klath. The Shorosh Ba'arba Klafim, and the Shorosh should be written on four Klafim. Avalu'inyan ha'osha bachutz, but in terms of the bias and the oath that we see from the outside, the Hainu Shayyah Shayyad Bayis Echod, that the Shayyad should consist of only one bias, the Shorosh Arba Batim, should have four Batim, Mavura Bishachonah Vakaman Shahuli Kuva. So that is Ma'akiv, the way the bias appears on the outside, that the Shorosh should have four batim, the Shayyad should have one bias, that's Ma'akiv in the Yevid. That which the Mishaburah says, that it's only L'Chathila, that's referring to the way you write the Parshios. Since the bias on the Shayyad is one on the outside, so we said L'Chathila, you should write it all on one cloth on the inside. 
But the evidence, if you wrote it on the four platform on the inside, that would also be okay. But the Hachil should be on one. The Shorosh, which has four bottom on the outside, which is from the Pasuk. So the Chachilah, you should have four parshas on the inside. But if you wrote it on one parsha, on one class, all four parshas on the Shorosh, that also would be okay with the Evid. Just as an aside, we understand how you could, with the Evid, have the Shalyad with four separate Klafim, with the four parshas, because you could clearly stick in four Klafim into one large bias. But how do you have practically the case of the B'diyevit, where you have the Shorosh with four batim, you're going to put one cloth, what are you going to do? You're going to stick it all into one bias, then you're not really using all the four batim. So the way it would be done is, you would have to fold that one long cloth and stick in each one of the four parashios into one of the batim and have them overlapping the size of the batim. So you have to make four folds in the cloth so that you're able to have it as one cloth, but yet all four sections of the four parashios would each be stuck into their um, particular bias, and we'll get to later on the Machlokas of Rashi and Benutam, which is the difference in the Tefillin of Rashi and Benutam, where exactly each parsha goes in terms of the Batam. And the Mishabura ends off in the last line on page Mem Aleph. We said, this is all the Chathchilo, whether you write on one cloth or four cloth in. Chaboshi is Barakala Kabon Besifim Zayim, like I'll get to much later in the Simen and Sifim Zayim. Vidan, you should know that Tefillin, Shayat, Sarachlios, Gamkin, Kosov, Dafka b'dalad amudim kol parsha v'omud acher. Meshavur ends up and says that you should know that it's filled in shayad. Even though we said it's all written on one cloth, it has to be written b'dafka b'dalad amudim dafka in four columns. So the way that filled in shayad looks is very similar to the filled in sharosh. Just the filled in sharosh has four parshios written on four separate klafim. The shayad has four parshios all on one cloth. But the way the cloth is set up, it has to be a long cloth that has four columns and has each parsha individually set up in its own column. And that is the end of halacha base, that the shalrosh should be written on one cloth each parsha, and the shiyad should be written on one cloth altogether, all four parshas. Again, the appearance of it should be identical in terms of having four columns for the four parshas, even on the shiyad, which is one cloth. We'll stop here, and in Mitzvah Shem on Sunday, we will continue with Siv Gimel. You have been listening to a shir from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shir on any dafin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shir, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.